three seconds to go. The inbound and Sky Clark will dribble it away. And, and Illinois has defeated go. number eight UCLA here in Vegas, 79 to 70. Hey, what can you say? Do you believe? Are they for real? Does this count? Whatever it was, it was an Illinois win over UCLA at the Continental Tire main event in Las Vegas. 79-70, to the final score. Brad Underwood with another top 10 win here at Illinois. And this team's going to be pretty exciting. Welcome into the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Late night edition, probably taking you into the early morning here. Evan Kahn with you. Joey Wright with you. We want to hear from you in just a second, but first our rapid reaction brought to you by Kozad Asset Management. This, this team showed what they were in the first three games, and they kind of did the same thing here today. Some turnovers make you a little worried. You settle in, you get it to your Superman and Terrence Shannon Jr. He goes off. They finally get to settle in on their defense. I think that's going to be a big key to what everything they do this year is, is being able to make shots, set up that press, get their defense going, and turn it into offense. That was a big momentum swing. Illinois cuts a 15-point deficit into a 9-point win. And, and Evan, these are the games you need. You know, this is early in the season, young team, unproven. This is the game you've got to come out and win to, to get that fan base energized. And how about the crowd in Las Vegas? <laughs> a lot of orange in the, in the stands. Um, and, and, yeah, just rapid reaction. Terrence Shannon, I think he proves what we uh, learned in those first three games. He's legit. Mm-hmm. Good team around him. And, and just a great win for Illinois. Looked great out of the gates in those first three games this season. But playing lesser competition, you weren't sure if it was going to translate uh, to a team like UCLA, they, you know, they're proven. They've made some deep runs in years past. So just a great win for Illinois tonight. Yeah, UCLA is legit. They're two guys that we expected to have big games did. But outside of that, Illinois really shut them down. And then on the offensive side, yeah, Terrence Shannon Jr. That, that's the guy. He's going to create everything, mostly everything for him. He has a game. Illinois wins 79-70. That's our rapid reaction brought to you by Kozad Asset Management, striving to build lasting relationships with their clients. We want to hear from you. Give us a call on the fan line, 217-356-9397. Text the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. You're up next here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. The following program is an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS, along with Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS, Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-9397. Five three five seven. 
Now, the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show with your host, Evan Kahn. And Joey Wright. Pitch ahead for Hawkins. Pump fake a three. Top of the key. R.J. Melendez will spot him. And got it. Found him. R.J. Melendez. Now Terrence Shannon Jr. A long three. He got it. The left-handed shooter drains a big three from the Continental Tire logo. Shannon clears it out. Shannon into a second gear. Now pulls up. Dish to Meyer. Meyer for three. It's good. There you go. Trail three again. Hot shooting to start for the Illini. That was really about the only offense Illinois had in the first half. A lot of turnovers. A lot of turnovers on the UCLA side, too. And those tend to happen in these early season games. Also, when you're on the road, I don't know if you caught the beginning of the Virginia-Baylor game that ended up being somewhat of a barn burner, 80s to, to 70s. There were four total points in the first four minutes, and we saw a little bit of that sloppy play here. UCLA out of sorts, Illinois out of sorts. They settle in, end up going 12 of 25 from three, mostly on the back of Terrence Shannon Jr. going eight for nine, and Illinois has a top 10 win here, and it's only November 18th. Fasteners at Etc. Post game show. You heard the numbers there from Gene. Fan line 217-356-9397. It's late, but everybody's staying up. I've got a full bank here. People are excited after an Illinois win, which I can understand. So we first go all the way out to Virginia. It's already tomorrow there. Simeon's in. Hey, Simeon. Hey, man. I had to stay up with you guys tonight. How you guys doing? I am. I'm pumped. I was uh, ready to take a nap about halftime, and then the second half re-energized me. (laughs) Yeah, pressing is a wonderful thing. (laughs) And I owe Mr. Harris a huge apology. When I I talk about the Illini, I hardly ever mention his name. Well, that has changed. (laughs) Um, I was wondering what was – what what was our uh what were we going to do about Campbell he was killing us in the first half and uh Harris came in and and uh and solved all of that he brought uh energy and and I was I was very pleased uh Shannon what what can you say I think he's working his way to be first team all-American and a, an NBA player mm-hmm. um I was so proud of all of the freshmen um, and um, let me give some love to Matt because he's been getting beat up some. But uh, uh, I think, you know, uh, he showed up with a different energy and he hit some timely shots and some, got some timely rebounds. Uh want to give him some love as well. And um, uh, RJ and Ty didn't play quite as much as I thought that they were going to play. I know Ty got into some foul trouble, mm-hmm. but I thought they were going to play a little bit more. But Brad was able to... Uh, to mix it up, it, it, it kind of reminds me of some of those old Georgetown teams where you could play, you know, eight ten guys. Mm-hmm. Um, is, uh, is what we have here. So, anyway, those are my comments. I wanted to get on early because it's late. I'm gonna listen to it a little <laughs> bit and then go to bed. I'm hoping to hear from Steve, my friend, and then some others out there as well. So. 
thanks for taking my call, guys. Yeah, thanks for staying up with us, Simi, and a lot of great thoughts as always. And I assume we're going to get into all of them as we've got a full bank of calls. But I just want to touch on Matthew Meyer real quick. Yes, his shooting hasn't quite been there yet, but I think today was a big turning point. You saw it there in the second half. He was getting the rebounds. He finished with 11-4 rebounds and five assists. And none bigger than the assist where he saved it from going out of bounds, gives it to Coleman Hawkins to to ice it. Mm -hmm. He's the guy who's firing up the troops after uh, an and one or a foul or a turnover. You can see him taking over that leadership while also not being the big leader leader as far as scoring and on the offensive side as a fifth year senior a guy that you just brought in those are the things that you expect out of him and he's doing all of that with sprinkling in what he does on the basketball floor yeah, and I think it was mentioned uh, on the pregame show before the game. You know, uh, learning a new system. Uh, you know, you're you're going to have some uh, adjustments there, but you're not going to forget how to play. You know, you do the little things right. You know what it's like to be a part of a program, a winning program. In that case, you know, great uh, success at Baylor for uh, Meyer and company. So yeah, it, it, Illinois needs those guys. Any team that's going to win games needs those guys who can make an impact uh, away from the box score. You know, and uh, get guys fired up and distribute and rebound if if maybe the shooting's not there. So. Yeah, I think we've seen that from Meyer so far this season, and especially tonight. The the two guys with the biggest plus-minus, I know it's not the most scientific of stats, but the two highest plus-minuses on the team, Matthew Meyer and Sincere Harris. Neither of them the biggest scorers, not handling the rock, just playing some winning basketball. So many text messages. My goodness, you guys are fired up. <laughs> but we're going to keep going back to the fan line so that we can clear up those phone numbers. We go to Paxton. David's with us. What do you got, David? ILL. <laughs> Feeling good. Oh my God, that defense! Something else. Let's let's just pull another upset tomorrow when we upset Michigan. How's that sound? Yeah, that that one might even be bigger than this one. Although I don't think it can be overstated how big this win is, and especially if basketball can get another win on Sunday. But uh, oh yeah, the the basketball team getting the the weekend kicked off right. Volleyball got a win. Now men's basketball right. got a win. So so it's up to to Bielema and the boys tomorrow morning, huh? But the one thing I can say, we love danger. Danger. <laughs> He's a real deal. Yeah, he continues to to come in and give them a different look. He he's got that fire too. He got in trouble for do, giving the too short symbol <laughs> again, which yeah, is yeah. what he does. But uh, no, no, really like his game as well. And those freshmen, my God, what are they going to be like when uh, March rolls around? They're they're growing up right right in front of your eyes. Same thing. Sky Clark was was in there late. Um, get minutes. Sincere Harris, obviously, yeah. getting the spark, and, and we'll circle oh back. God. We'll circle back to to Ty Rogers, who who um, Simeon just brought up, and I think he's in the same boat as Melendez was tonight. You've got yeah. eight, nine, ten guys on this roster that are going to bring it from top to bottom every night. So, yeah. Rogers getting in foul trouble. Okay, we'll go with somebody else, and, and, yeah. and that, that's just the the way it's going to go when they've got this much talent. Well, then we got then we get the stud from uh, te- uh, Texas uh, Tech and the way he's playing now. Yeah, all, definitely an All American, definitely a Big Ten Player of the Year. He's got candidate. he's got the early vote here. Four games in, Terrence Shannon Jr. twenty nine points again. Oh, what, what's he averaging for uh, for four games? Well, let's see. He I came able to he came into up. the game at twenty two point seven. He scored twenty nine, wow. so he's probably up to twenty six. 
Wow, that's amazing. He's uh, just got a perfect shot. Just that does help shooting a thousand uh, thousand shots every day before practice. Yeah, yeah, you can see it paying off. <laughs> oh yeah! All right, go line. I go line. I hey, thanks for the call, David. Thanks, David. You can ring us as well on the fan line two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. We go back to the folks staying up late. It's not quite as late out in Seattle, but Paul's staying up with us. Hey, Paul. Hey, hi guys. I love your show. Hey, uh, great win for the Illini. I thought one word uh, is a moniker for the team. I think compared to last year. And that is mobile. I think they're much more mobile and active than UCLA was tonight. I mean, they were just dynamic. And um, I think um, if, you know, uh, the other guys can kind of step up and give some uh, more balance to the team so we don't rely too much on Terrence, we'll really go far come the tournament time. So, anyway, I was going to share those comments. Thanks again. Go Illini. Yeah, thanks for your call, Paul. And I kind of wondered going into this game, they they got the big, big-bodied bigs down there for for UCLA and the young guy, um, Bona, and their other big guy, uh, Wuba, and it gave them problems early on. You saw with the switching where that's going to come up into play. They didn't. They, the UCLA was doing a really good job of getting the smaller, younger guys into ball screens. Get the get the rock to Jaime Hawkins on the block, and, and he was taking over. And then you saw really the the one big blow up there on uh, the the inbounds play where Hawkins and Clark didn't communicate. They get the the wide open three. You you think everything's going wrong, but it, it's one of those things where you see them learning and adapting and getting better in the moment. So I I, I, I can't understand the, the folks who still don't think Brad Underwood could coach his way out of a bag because he's clearly a, a top-10 coach. I don't know what more you can say about it. And uh, this Illinois team is looking good, 79-70, to 70, win over UCLA. The calls keep coming, so we'll keep putting them on. Stan, another West Coast folk out in Santa Clara. Hey, Stan. Hey, a uh, couple things. I've got a large group of emailers in a, in a group. We we get together for every game. We had one of our guys at the game tonight. Boy, was he fired up. <laughs> His comment to me was, I, I asked him, I said, is it as loud there as it sounds? And he says, I, I it's like assembly hall level sometimes. He said, <laughs> it's really loud in here. Okay, a couple things. Um being out here, I see UCLA play all the time. And I told these guys before the beginning of the week, you just got to be on you you've got to be on Campbell and you've got to be on Singleton. Both of those guys are really good three-point shooters. I've seen both of them just destroy teams. You know, and we took a lot of that away. We took a lot of Campbell's game away. Mm-hmm. And he he makes them go. I mean, he really does. He can drive. He can shoot from the outside. We did an excellent job on that. I think Deion Thomas hit it right on the head. The game really turned when Harris came in, and they really got they really got after it on defense. And it's it's you can you can kind of see you can kind of see the pieces falling into place as to what this could be. I I really didn't think we were going to play at this level this early. But, I mean, this is a statement game. This UCLA team is – this is not a good team. 
this is one of the elite teams. You know, it, it's not going to be surprising if they're in the they're in the final eight or the final four. You know, they've got everybody back from last year, and there aren't many teams like that. I mean, these guys have played together for a very long time, mm-hmm. and we went long stretches in this game taking them out of doing what they like to do. So I, I have to say, this is a really good win uh, in terms of not only getting our, the young kids' experience. You know, we had a lot of freshmen in. You know, at the end of the game, we had one player on the floor that we had last year. Mm-hmm. Only one. And it, it just takes time for all of this to, to come together. But I, Brad's got some pieces to work with here. I can see where this could go because, yeah, we're we are a lot more mobile than we were last year. And I, I, I coming down the stretch, this wasn't commented on in the game, but how exciting do you think it is for Hawkins and for uh, Sky Clark to be on the floor, being Californians and beating UCLA? You know, especially Sky Clark growing up in Los Angeles. Yeah, there's a there's a, a lot of California and LA connections b- between the two teams and in, in, in on Illinois and this, I, I want him on the foul line at the end of games. He just walks up there and nails free throws. That at the end he stood up there, just banged two of them home, no problem. Yeah, you know, that, that's that's what you need. And he's playing he's playing under control. He's doing a lot of good things on the floor. We don't need Sky Clark to score 25 points a game right now. We need him to run the offense, rebound, play defense. He's do he's doing what he needs to do, and I, I think sometimes a lot of that gets overlooked in the in the in the statistics. You're like, well, seven or eight points, four or five rebounds. What did he do on the floor? Well, he ran your offense most of the night, mm-hmm. and we did. You know, I know they've got. I know they've got turnover issues, but that's getting better. It got better in the middle of the game. We we settled down, and we didn't make a lot of turnovers coming down the stretch. We didn't give them chances, chance after chance after chance to score when we're turning the ball over. Um, this it, It's coming together. You know, it, it's still a work in progress, and we're probably going to have a game or two where we really struggle some night when you don't expect us to. But this this is a this was a statement game. This, this shows you what where this team could be at some point. So I, I I don't know how you can't walk away from this game and be really happy with the the outcome of it. I mean you're down you're down 15 points with 18 minutes to go. A lot of things are not going right. Some of the officiating well there were a couple of calls that were just unbelievably questionable. You know not not anything's really going right. But they pulled it together. I mean, we could have folded with 18 minutes to go and lost by 15 or 20 points, but they didn't. This team can can win and beat you in a number of ways, and yeah, you're not going to shoot 12 of 25 every night, and you're not going to get no, away with I mean, 21 turnovers. I but mean, it I shows did. you that I, they can they can do all of those kinds of things and beat a top 10 team. I mean, a good example of that, the other night uh, Texas just was unreal. For, the, the night Texas beat Gonzaga, they would have beaten anybody in the country that mm-hmm. night. Yep. Virginia, yep. Virginia did the same thing today, going yeah, off. Exa- exactly. So.
Hey, thanks well, for the call, I'm Stan. Glad we're, what, hopefully, we'll, uh, I don't know what we're going to face in Ann Arbor tomorrow, but we'll worry about that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to enjoy this basketball win tonight. We're going to enjoy the day for today. Yep, you got it. Hey, okay, thanks, Stan. Okay, you guys Stan. have a good evening. You, you too, too, Stan. Thank you. All right. Fasteners, et cetera, post-game show here with Evan and Joey. I, I've got so many text messages to get to, but I don't want to keep the, the fine folks who have called in on hold for too much longer, so we're just going to keep going back to the phones. Let's roll. People are happy. At least we think so. We'll ask Calvin here, calling from Champaign. <laughs> how are you feeling after this game, Calvin? Hey, how you doing, guys? I'm really great. Say, listen, uh, I'm going to let y'all talk, but I'm going to give, uh, like the last caller said, this is a statement game. Hey, this is a statement message to uh, to the nation. This early. Uh, be ready. Anybody eighth ranked and below to us in the nation, we don't want to hear it. <laughs> if you 15 down, if you 15 down, we can and will come back on you. The question is, can you handle this press we're going to put on you? <laughs> and remember this. Amber, see, I'll talk trash with them now because – this is a big win, and it's a statement game. UCLA is number eight. And uh, what you got to remember is look at what happened, and we got a weapon on the healing injury now. Just think when we throw that boy Goody in there. Wasn't he, yeah. like, the lead, yeah. wasn't he like the leading scorer at Indiana, like 32 points? Now, what you going to do when we put that firepower out there and we <laughs> expand our weapons on you? What you better worry about is this press we're going to do because we can and will handle you. The depth, the depth on this team is is uh, unmatched from most teams that, that I can remember, uh, even in the the near or, or distant history of, of Illinois. So, yeah, it's, it's it's an exciting time, and they'll get a shot at another one of those teams that, that Illinois could talk to like that. Apparently, on Sunday in Virginia, who I think is a couple well, of spots ahead of them. Well, see, you are you see, you might be apprehensive, but I'm gonna talk now. Forget this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just like, uh, uh, you know, and I did, uh, I wonder, did Michigan State beat Villanova? Did his old win, you know, a couple of things? I think Indiana beat Xavier tonight by something like that. But anyway, we, we can say that. Don't be afraid to get out here and say that, hey, this was UCLA number eight in the nation. Oh, they going to handle it. We expected to lose. We beat three and one. Oops, something happened. What went wrong? And we're going to put that firepower on you. We can and will come back on you. So Virginia better worry about this press and whatever. We don't have to say nothing. Don't have to brag. Just not being cocky. This is confidence talking. Yeah, and this team, this team does look pretty confident. You you saw that that switch flip. You make a couple shots. You get a couple steals, and, and things start hitting right. So, hey, thanks for for the positivity, Calvin. And, and we'll, we'll keep that talk up as long as Illinois keeps winning. That's okay. We can we can afford a loss. Ain't gonna hurt everybody making mistakes. So the first time we lose, oh, you talk. That don't mean anything. Let let's see what happens. You better get us early. You better get us now, cause the older we get and the longer the season goes, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. I like it. I like it. We'll do it again on Sunday. Yep. Thanks, Calvin. All right, out. Yeah, you can give us a call <laughs> on the fan line two one seven three five six nine three. Nine seven. I got to be honest. Uh, I, I I hadn't given up, but it it wasn't looking pretty there for a while, and we weren't going to have this kind of a, a post game show if no. that had happened. No, <laughs> when you saw the turnovers and just just the the way that it was unfolding, it would have been an ugly loss. Mm-hmm. And just like that, it turned into a beautiful win. 
I, with basketball, I, I can't pay attention to who's winning or losing, no matter the margin until the second half. It is yeah. a game of runs, yeah. but uh, absolutely. No, yeah. you know, it's you, you never want to get down early against the number eight team in the country. You know, you don't want to be trailing by 15 because more often than not, they've got the talent to just keep going. But uh, I, I go back to what happened over the summer. I kind of chuckled when he said this, but uh, you remember when Brad Underwood said, we're not rebuilding. We're just reloading. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I believe them now. I kind of, <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, that's coach speak, you know, what, however you want to term it. But really, I think they've reloaded this roster with depth, with firepower, guys that are confident, who aren't afraid to come in and make an impact. And uh, it goes back to, I think uh, Stan was saying a minute ago, you know, this is a team that. Uh, was playing UCLA, who's played together for a lot of years. Illinois didn't have that chemistry coming into the season. You know, these were freshmen transfers. Yeah, and they're still not, uh, as you said, at that level. But, you know, that chemistry's there. You can tell they're starting to figure out where, where they're at. And, uh, you know, 79 points, good defense against a good UCLA team. It's it's starting to come together. The, the guys that you would expect for UCLA win off, right? You can only limit Tiger Campbell. I think forcing him into five turnovers is that you've got Jaime Hawkeyes shooting an inefficient 8 of 22 from the floor, mm-hmm. mostly on Singleton, who went 4 of 7 from deep. I think those, that was mostly guys overhelping. You, you saw the help defense guy running out from the lane. So little things that can get cleaned up. Good stuff from Illinois. We've got one more call before we name our MX electrifying player of the game, and we go to the big city of DeLand. Is this Tater? What's up? Hey, Tater, what are we thinking after this one? Hey, Econ. Nobody's (laughs) mentioned the man, Dane Danger. Yeah? He, he's elite, dude. He's gonna be good. He played against one of the best centers in the country, and uh, I think he's going to carry the Illinois team to a lot of victories this year. Very efficient from the floor again. Six of six. I think he's missed three shots in the first four games, maybe a, a couple more I, I missed in the first game, and he he gives them a, a different look when Coleman's off the floor. They can play through him, the little two-man game with Sky. They flash that. I think I've got that highlight saved here somewhere. You can play him and Coleman, so that just gives you insane size at the four and five, as well as athleticism. Those guys are, are switching one through five. You get some wicked ball screens on a 5'11 point guard with a 6'11 guy and a seven-foot wingspan over him. I, I really like Dane Danger's game. Get text messages almost every game what, like what is this guy doing a little turnover prone at times people weren't happy with the one of the uh travel calls that he got but he's 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 going to be a force he stays out of foul trouble comes in gives you 15 20 good minutes a night uh, I, I like what we're seeing out of dane yes sir but you you speak about about foul trouble uh Terrence Shannon Jr. didn't commit any fouls until the night. Mm-hmm. He had a couple fouls. But that kid is going to be an All-American. He's, he's going to be dangerous from the floor. He's going to be the go-to guy. But you can't leave out Jaden Epps. He's an elite, elite ball player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he just couldn't get the shots to fall tonight. I thought he had a, a couple good looks at the rim. He had a, a nice look from three that, that just wouldn't drop. And he played... The most minutes off the bench, yeah, 23 minutes off the bench. So you, you can see that he's somebody that Brad trusts here early on. You, you are exactly right. Uh, there's a lot of guys that said Illinois, oh, you know, they suck, they're down, blah, blah, blah. You can't give up on them early. 
there's not a lot of teams in the country that are going to be able to run with Illinois this year. I think they're very athletic, uh, very in shape. Matthew Meyer coming off that sea legs deal, you know, he <laughs> he's going to be a great shooter. Uh, I think Illinois is going to go pretty far this year. Brad Underwood's a great coach, and uh, I think we've got a lot of hope this year. Yeah, always feeling good after a top 10 win. Complimentary basketball, and I think that's what it's going to take from this team because they're, they just really don't have that knack. I know they went off for 100 against Monmouth, but I don't think that's going to happen a, a whole lot to other teams. It's going to come from defense turning into offense. So you got to make shots for that to work as well. So they keep hitting shots, playing good defense. Not not many teams that can play with them. Hey, thanks for calling in, Tater. Hey, thanks, Evan. Hey, I'm great to hear from uh, Simeon, too, man. I'm, I, I uh, always look forward to hearing his thoughts on the game. So I hope he keeps calling in. Uh, good talking to you, Econ. You have a good evening. Thanks, you too. Yeah, we're getting everybody back in here now. We're getting into the full swing of the season. You know, you've got the, the Monmouths and the UMKCs. You know, people people will tune out. I understand that. But we're ratcheting up the competition here. We're getting everybody back in. And the last player that, that Tater alluded to, I, I think, is going to be our MX Electrifying player of the game. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical service for both residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project and relax. Call Max. I get within the name, Electrifying Player. We probably could lean towards Sincere Harris because he, he was the spark plug. But this is the overall player of the game, Terrence Shannon. In the first half, he was the only guy rebounding. He had 10 rebounds in the first half. He finishes the game with 10 rebounds, but everybody else picked up the slack in the second half while he was making threes. 29 points, 10 boards, first double-double, I believe, as an Illini. Ties the single-game record for three-pointers made by an <laughs> Illini with a, a pretty impressive list that includes Alfonso Plummer, Brandon Paul, Trent Meacham, former friend of the pro- he's still a friend of the program. <laughs> D. Brown, arguably the most recognizable face in Illinois history. And get this. The last time Illinois played UCLA on December 30th, 1997, Kevin Turner hit eight threes. And now here today, in the first matchup in nearly 25 years, Terrence Shannon Jr. nearly matches his career high from last game, goes for 29, hits those eight threes, and he's going to get our MX electrifying player of the game. Shannon can't get over a screen, will lift the three, okay. drains it! Okay, TJ, drains the three! <laughs> Dish out Shannon, a three on the way! Bingo! Jackpot, baby! Hawkins, Shannon with a three, got it again! His seventh three! Terrence Shannon Jr., 26 points, 66-59, the other way, offensive foul! A charge, Shannon hit the deck! And the man goes down and he takes a charge after giving Illinois the biggest lead. You heard it. Scott Beatty, you got to go on the call today. I'm sure he's having fun. Deion Thomas always having fun. And when Illinois wins, we're, we're, we're having a good time. Terrence Shannon Jr., our MX electrifying player of the game. I've got like a book worth of text messages here to get to. Yeah. 
people are fired up about this Illinois win. So I'm going to weed through it. We're, we'll we'll take out all of the colorful language, find what good <laughs> thoughts that we have in here, and come back. You're listening to News Talk 1493.9 FM, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS, Champaign-Urbana. We're into tomorrow. Let's see if we can get another win. Fasteners, etc. Post Game Show. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners, etc. Post Game Show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now high post danger will take a drive and a runner with one hand is good from the left block. Here's a feed to Dane Danger from Pullman Hawkins and he slams it in. The biggest lead of the ball game. Stutter step to the right, to the left. High low for Dane Danger from Coleman Hawkins. It works again, this time with a little left handed layup. Yeah, he got both hands around the basket. He's ambidextrous. He has both hands around the basket. Yeah, the danger zone. UCLA entered it. Doesn't usually turn out well for those who do. 13 points for the big man, three rebounds as well. Maybe could have had a, a little bit more. Brad referred to him, I, I believe, as, as kind of the, the stopper. You know, when, when when you need a bucket, when you need to slow things down, last year it was always, you know, go to Kofi. This year, you need a bucket, slow it down, you get it to Dane Danger. So that's what he does. So many text messages to get to. So let's just start catching up on him. Brenton Billville says, I was out and then you pulled me back in. He believes in this team. <laughs> Benny has a lot of respect for Mick Cronin. Happy for the Illini. ILL. Agree? I agree as well. Experienced players stepped up, says 217 Texter. Harris came in and helped bring the energy off the bench. Terrence Shannon Jr. Terrence Shannon Jr. Yeah, that's what I said. He's a dude. <laughs> that he is. He he is indeed a dude. Fair to say. <laughs> Jacob is up in Michigan. I assume getting ready to go to the football game tomorrow. Got to watch the game with some Illini fans and this team has heart. Yeah, you usually young teams you get down 15 to an experienced team you, you just don't come back. That's right. No, it's what we talked about earlier because UCLA battle test they'll pull away from you. You know, Illinois has the heart and soul to to come back as they proved tonight, but they don't want to do it every night. No. Uh Side note, I wonder what the Illini bar in Ann Arbor was tonight. I wonder where all these Illini fans were gathered. Were they at the hotel? Did they go out somewhere? Buffalo Wild Wings? I don't know. Where were they? Local joint? Not sure. Yeah, so if you're listening in, and maybe we'll catch up to your text message along the way here, but uh, let us know if you were watching up in the team, the area up north. Um, 309 Texter, let's go get a win tomorrow too. There we go. Uh, 815 Texter wondering if this counts as a Big Ten win. Not yet. We'll get there about, what, 22 months from now? It'll count as a Big Ten win. Right now, it's still still a very important win. They won't have to play this game in Las Vegas before long. No, no. They'll face other teams like, I don't know, Oregon. Yeah, other future Big Ten opponents <laughs> as the college landscape eats itself. <laughs> um, Scott says, not Scott Beatty, Scott in Bloomington says, love the fight, and he s- wonders what would have happened if we had Terrence Shannon Jr. for four years. I think we had him in another form 
called Iota Sumu for three years. He went away for a year, and now he's back. He's taller. <laughs> he's faster. He might have a prettier jump shot. Um, and he he did consider they they recruited him hard coming out of high school, and you know Chris Beard had something cooking down there in Texas Tech, so can't fault him for that. Chris Beard goes to Texas, and now we get him. And Chris Beard keeps winning at Texas, yeah. so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, face off against his former coach here just under a month, sometime in December. I don't remember the exact date. Um, more text messages here. Uh, we kicked butt. That is not the word that they use, but they say we kicked butt when Sincere Harris came in with the defensive energy and Shannon's hot hand. Sunday's game, we will recap this again at the end. I'm glad I looked this up. Super confusing, but Matt Daniels, editor of the sports page of the News Gazette, made it made sense to me. Now that they won, they play the early game on Sunday. They'll play at 2 o'clock. Why? Usually winners play last. Get out of town faster. Right. So Illinois will have pregame coverage starting at noon here, and we will break away on the DWS side for volleyball as they have senior day, but over on HMS we'll have the tip-off at 2, then join back up for postgame here. So that is the game plan for Sunday. And again, I, I didn't want to tell anybody this. Last year I hedged my bets as I schedule the radio station, <laughs> usually towards Illinois wins, and then they didn't happen and I would have to redo all of the stations. I scheduled as if Illinois was going to lose today. But I did not know that the loser oh, wow. <laughs> played the so late game. Out for <laughs> so I accidentally got it right. So see, it's that reverse psychology. I was fading myself, and I got uh, it, it. Worked out for a win. I don't know that. Um, I, I I think college basketball fans overall win on Sunday though, because those are two good matchups. Uh, Baylor and UCLA, UCLA will be a good one, yes. and, and I think uh, Illinois Baylor would have been compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, Illinois, Virginia, you know, as, as, as we talk here on the Illinois postgame show about uh, how confident Illinois is feeling, you know, Virginia, battle-tested. They get a big win over Baylor, looked the part uh, all night long. I know Baylor kind of crept back into it late, but uh, that's a Virginia team that uh, played with a lot of heart and soul, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to, to speak generically and <laughs> um, uh, look good tonight. So that, that's going to be a test. You know, Illinois confident. Can't get complacent though. You got to build on this, and you got to bring it on Sunday. Uh, it would be very disappointing to come out flat and uh, give the Cavaliers one after mm-hmm. such a good showing tonight. So, so that'll be a good one. But you know, Baylor UCLA UCLA will be good, and uh, just just a, a great four teams to pick at this tournament. Is it, if you call it a tournament, whatever you. Well, yeah, I guess because the winner. Yeah, I don't know. They, yeah, you know what I'm getting. You're, at. you're already late. in the semifinals, but there's only four teams. It, it sounds kind of goofy. Did they face in the final four a couple years ago, or were they on opposite sides of the bracket? Baylor and UCLA. I'm trying to think. I think they were on opposite sides because UCLA faced Villanova. Right? Do I have that right? That was the crazy overtime. Yeah. Buzzer beater. Does that sound familiar? I, I don't think they, they played, though. That doesn't no. sound right. It I know. Sets up for a really good matchup tomorrow or Sunday, though. It does. And I know Baylor uh, against North Carolina last year in the NCAA tournament <laughs> the, fell short, but that was a crazy game. The, the and, epic uh, fall behind and come back. Yeah, yeah. Yep, only to fall short. <laughs> so basketball's a game of runs, folks. I'm telling you. You know, if Illinois is down 15 to anyone, as long as it's early enough, you know, don't, uh, don't, don't, t- don't tune out. <laughs> you know, it's basketball. 
I think we all we all remember a a historic 15 point come from behind victory of the Illini in less than five minutes. So you're never out of it. I'm a Bradley guy. Sidebar. I remember well the 2019 Missouri Valley Conference Championship game against Northern Iowa. Bradley had 15 points at halftime. (laughs) They were down huge. Everyone in the student section's panicking. I'm like, stay the course, guys. I feel okay (laughs) about this. They went on to win and uh, and wound up making the NCAA tournament by virtue of that win. Played Michigan State pretty well. It's a good Michigan State team this year, too, as we look, kind of look around the area. They had a big win tonight against Nova. They did. Nova is still trying to figure things out as they work through injuries and a new coach. But Michigan State getting the, the early season win there. Go back to the text line. So uh, a texter out in Kansas, that, I guess that's the 785 area code. This team has the athleticism I'm used to seeing from Kansas, and that's a good sign or barometer for us. Yeah, uh, I, I want to see how this team matches up in Big Ten play when you face the bigger, slower, bulkier kind of teams. But on a national scale, I think this team can match up with a, a, a lot of different teams. Uh, another text in Vegas, Illini Nation showed up big, just the, one of the best traveling fan bases there, there are uh, across any sport, really. Uh, great move by Brad to inject Sincere Harris into the game in the second half. Terrence Shannon wanted it bad tonight. That dude's a dog. All right, he just says, give me the ball and get out of the way. And he did that tonight. Uh, one more text here. Then we'll get a break on the Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Great win. Illinois looks more mobile than UCLA. Yeah, amazing what happens when you, you take a, a big lumbering center out of the equation <laughs> and, and you, you play a little more, I don't know, modern basketball. Terrence practice paid off, and he was great. I hope we get a bit more balanced scoring as a team. Uh, I th- That's... That's kind of just the way it's going to be, honestly. The, the fact that Shannon's been the leading scorer, and we listening to, to Robbie Hummel and Trent Meacham talk about this after the game the other night, right now, because Shannon is that guy, he's done that, and he's the, the fifth-year senior you know, that, that you're leaning on, I think he's getting the scoring, but any given night, you know, Dane, Dane just got a good matchup, mm-hmm. they're going to feed him. Jay Neps is hitting shots. They're going to feed him. And then if defenses start keying on that, all right, we start getting the ball to, to somebody else. And maybe it does work itself out. I mean, you've got four guys in double figures tonight. Everybody who played significant minutes scored at least one bucket. So you like seeing everybody get involved. So I, 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 don't, I don't know exactly what more you could be looking for, especially when you, 19 assists on 27 baskets. This team played really well, despite the really poor play mixed in there as well. Mm-hmm. Fasters, et cetera, postgame show. Evan and Joey with you. Mike could not be with us tonight. He'll be back on Sunday. Sorry, Gary. Um, but hopefully your check's still in the mail. We've got more for you, more text to get to. We'll pick out a Tapman's towing play of the game, get you our keys to the game, maybe take a, a quick peek at the scoreboard because there were some games going on as well tonight. We're into the early morning. Got football coming up later. Faster to set post game show. Yeah, I mean, we knew he was a good shooter. I mean, he's 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 uh, he's worked so hard, you know, and I'm, I've made it public, you know, his, his thousand attempts a day mm-hmm. um 
you know, that's that's a lot of shooting. That's that that paid off out there. And uh, you know, I didn't know it was going to be eight for nine good. Oh yeah. But uh, you know, he's 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 that kid, and and when you can get to the basket. Uh, like he does, and get downhill, and get to the foul line, and draw fouls. You've got to respect that, and and uh, you know when he gets both of them going like he did tonight, pretty hard, pretty hard player to guard. Terrence Shannon Jr. does it again this time, getting it going from three, nine of thirteen overall from the floor. Actually, his worst shooting percentage on the night was from the free throw line, which is what he's really good at. And most of those were in the first half. He was just shooting it in the second half. 29-10, and 10, as was pointed out on Twitter and by a texter. He's the first Big Ten player since Robbie Hummel in 2010 to score 25, grab 10 boards, and hit seven three-pointers. As Illinois wins 79-70 over UCLA in the Continental Tire main event out in Vegas. Evan and Joey with you. You can give us a call if you're still up. I wouldn't blame you if you went to bed. 217-356-9397. If the kiddos are asleep, you can just text us in. 217-351-5357. There's still plenty of text messages to get here. So we will go back to them. Thank you, 636 Texter, from that note from Jeff Borzello on the Twitter. Uh, 217 texter Shannon had a monster night but Sincere Harris needs a hard look at getting in the ball game uh, that's a kid who really taking full ownership of the role defense hustle intensity uh, kid gave a fifth year the kid gave a fifth year first team all conference guard all he could handle that he did he, and, and I asked a, about Hawkes in the pregame when I should have asked who was going to guard Tiger, Tiger Campbell because they were having issues with the ball screens with him in the early game, and like the texter points out, I mean, he's a he's a legit guard. He, he's been there, done that. The fact that he's added the scoring with what he does running the offense. Again, came in averaging, I think, two turnovers a game for his career. Five turnovers tonight for Tiger Campbell as Illinois wins over UCLA. Another texter says, amazed that Underwood didn't go ballistic on the boys when he was down 15 and couldn't do anything right. He was calm and instructing. Unpopular opinion, Dane is greater than Kofi. <laughs> that is an unpopular yeah. opinion. Very bold. Yeah, I don't bold. know about that. <laughs> Dane was very impressive. Uh, he was, I think, my favorite player of the first three games. As much as we've talked about Terrence Shannon, and he's rightfully earned a... Uh, a lot of press, a lot of accolades. You know, Dane Danger added something in those first three games I really liked, mm-hmm. but pump the brakes. You know, <laughs> Kofi Coburn meant a lot to this program. Dane can get there, but he, you know, we're four games in. <laughs> Two, two-time All-American. Yeah, yeah. Uh, First-team All-American. Face of the program kind of guy. Yeah, I uh, I like Dane. I see where you're coming from. I like the enthu- better to be enthusiastic, I guess, than than otherwise. Yeah, and I'm sure Dane Dane's just thinking the same thing, and you want him thinking that and being confident. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's hitting shots. He's got good footwork, good range, no doubt. Uh, Two one seven texter giving Scott Beatty his praises on the call tonight on Brian Barnhart's birthday. Well, it was Brian's birthday, but we'll still say it's Brian's birthday as he's up in Ann Arbor getting ready to call the football game. We do have. The best in the biz. I, I'm a Cubs fan. I get to listen to, to Pat Hughes 162 times out of the year. I get to listen to Brian Barnhart on football and, and basketball. 
doesn't really get much better than that. Is this team a true Brad Underwood squad, more typical of the kind of coaching style pre-Kofi? I think it's a mix, and we can get Mike's opinion on this, but we've seen Brad Underwood be very adaptive since he's come to Illinois. They've played multiple offensive styles. They've played multiple defensive styles. I think this is the brand of basketball that is successful in college basketball right now, and I think what he did over the last couple years with Kofi worked to win Big Ten titles and... We saw it didn't pay off in March. So now it's like, can we strike that balance? Can we have success in the Big Ten while also having success at the national scene? You do that by playing good defense, but mostly by shooting and having guys that that are just athletic freaks. And I, I, I think this, yes, this is more of what Brad wanted because this is the first team that is fully recruited by him. He's been here six years, and this is the first time that every single player on the team was handpicked by him. So I, I think you can kind of see what, what he wants, and who knows, it could change again in a couple, three years. It absolutely could, and they all get a good test on Sunday. You know, we talk about styles and uh, brands. Tony Bennett at Virginia, that is a team that will grind you out, uh, play good defense, and they don't care if it's exciting. Uh, they don't want it to be exciting. You know, Virginia, a lot of people will call them a boring team, but you can call them a winning team, um, uh, you know, a, a Final Four caliber team a lot of years. So Illinois' offense and, and that shooting um, and that up-tempo style of play. They're going to get a real test on uh, on Sunday from a team with a, a clear brand, a clear goal, and that's Virginia that's always going to play good defense. doesn't matter the year. Yeah, tonight them making threes, which they do. That's how they won the national championship, right? They played that brand of, of basketball, and then they had just otherworldly shooters. Yeah, yeah. And Kyle which, Guy and, and company, yep. Mm-hmm. Jerome, I'm forgetting someone. Hunter, man, that team was stacked. Yeah, that was a really good team. And to think that they lost to a 16 seed the year before. I think that's partially what made them so good, because yeah. they were hungry. <laughs> and yeah. They won the national championship and shut everybody up. I don't know. Texter, when when you say, I was certain they were going to lose, that sounds like you were out. All right? And that's all i got to say on that. Yeah. Side note, how about Grandison not being on the team? I Kind of kind of like we were saying, I, I think they would have taken him back. He, he did a lot of you know those veteran, gritty kind of things that, that Brad likes, but they found somebody else. There's yeah. so many good college basketball players. And again, 99% of these guys are going to go pro in something other than basketball. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Even Kofi, not playing in the NBA, going to have a lot of success in Japan, but that just goes to show you, you know, we talk about a program-defining guy made such an impact. Mm-hmm. He's just not an NBA guy right now because that's not kind of the style. So, you know, we can talk about these guys, and, yeah, they could go somewhere else. Although I, I did see some chatter. You know, Illinois, Illinois Twitter was beside itself during the game. I did see a couple people saying, Terrence Shannon, first-rounder, question mark. He's certainly looking the part early on. He is. You just wonder if scouts would be too worried that he's 23. Sometimes it sounds like it's overrated when it comes to NBA guys. I think that was partially what knocked Io for whatever reason. And, mm-hmm. you know, now he's a starting player his second year in the NBA. So, yeah, Terrence Shannon Jr. is playing his way into a nice draft position and a payday. Let's pick out our Tatman's towing plays of the game. Car won't start after the game. 
after the game. Wow, I just can't speak. We've been doing this a long time, guys. Sports talk started at four. <laughs> it's twelve thirty. Voice won't start after the long day. No, there you go. No, so hopefully everybody's ready for tomorrow. Call two one seven three two eight twenty four twenty four for the most trusted roadside service in Downstate Illinois. Tapman's Towing and online at tapmanstowing.com. I know you guys wanted to give Sincere Harris the play player of the game, but that stretch where he was create he was starting the the defense on the press, creating steals, getting offense going for the Illini, that whole sequence turned the game. Illinois was down by fifteen at this point. Terrence Shannon hits a three, you get three steals, you get a couple buckets in there as well, and Illinois was off to the races. Shannon answers with a three. That's why he's here. Big time player with big time heart. Press a steal. Here's a jam by Coleman Hawkins. Off the steal by Sincere Harris. 44-34. The lead cut to 10. The press continues. Hawkins works it along the near sideline. Harris a steal. Harris into the open court. He leaps and he lays it in with a classy finish. And Illinois cut it to single digits here. 44-36-17-04. Another steal out of the press. If there was a time to rip the rim off of the backboard, I thought Sincere Harris was going to do it right there. And as Scott said, he just ever so nicely let the ball fall through the hole. Illinois well on their way after that. They were still down, but what was that scoring run? I mean, it's just Illinois bucket, Illinois bucket, Illinois bucket. They went on a 10-0 run to take a six-point lead and never relinquished it. They win by nine over UCLA. That's our Tapman's Towing Plays of the Game. We got to get our keys in. We'll see what other text messages come through. I'm guessing most of you guys don't want to talk this late. I can't talk this late, so I wouldn't blame you (laughs) if you didn't want to talk this late. So we'll keep it going for you. Not a whole lot left here on the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. And a steal by Hawkins on a double team. Ahead for Sky Clark over Hawkins. Yes, sir. And Counting and a foul. And one. Hey, oh, where do you use that 205, baby? Sky Clark slows it down and sets it up from the right wing. Now drives on Singleton in traffic. Reverse lane. It's try to get too fancy showing off the highlights and we cover it up. We'll have to go back to that one. But there was Coleman Hawkins with the steal, Sky Clark with the finish. Those were the two buckets on the way to Illinois taking the lead and never relinquishing it, getting a top 10 win over UCLA. Coming up towards the end here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show with Joey and Evan. We go back to the Castle heating and cooling text line, 217 217- Three five one five three five seven. If you want to chime in, uh, three oh nine texter says they are going to the game tomorrow. Love to hear it. Hopefully, you've 
got about eight layers and some hot hands with you, but uh, should be a good one. Say they don't even care what happens, although we, we still would enjoy a, a football win. Um, this is a very good question, and my one-minute Google search could not turn up an answer, so I'll, I'll do a little deeper diving, but somebody wondering if anybody else in Illinois history has wore the number zero, and I don't think anybody has. I think that was the the note that came out when it was announced that he wore the number zero. I can't think of anybody. Of course, I don't go back all that far, so uh, I might not be the best person to ask. So I'll check with Lauren. We'll look up in the record books, but Terrence Shannon Jr. might be number one to wear number zero. First for everything. Yeah. And one more text here. Jacob's back. Can't sleep. I understand that. Coleman Hawkins could have done more on offense, but did he play defense and the boards? The offense will come around. This team has depth. Haven't even gotten to Luke Goody yet. Going to be different. Person shining every night. And I, I did want to circle back to Hawkins. That's why I played that highlight. Duh. But saw people saying that that before the game that Coleman Hawkins got pulled aside. We we know this is the leader, right? He's he's the longest tenured member <laughs> of this roster, and he's a junior, and, and he's the the guy that that Brad Underwood leans on to to be that guy in the huddle. And he didn't have a whole lot of points. Most of his points came there at, at the hoop. He wasn't even shooting it right. Only two of three shooting tonight. But he had seven assists. He had five boards, and those boards were huge. The steals on there as well, I can pull up that number. He had two steals, two blocks. Coleman's bringing it. Like you said, the offense will be there as long as he stays engaged, and that's what the word is on Dane Danger too. He's making shots right now. What are you doing when the offense isn't working for you and you don't have things going? And Coleman Hawkins showing that maturity because he – was the leading scorer on that first night, and since then hasn't really done a whole lot scoring the ball, but he's doing everything else. That's exactly what we talked about earlier in the show with uh, Matthew Meyer, right? Quiet leadership. What are you doing outside of the scoring column and seven assists? You love to see that. Of course, uh, that, uh, you know, you don't, you don't need to know a lot about basketball to know you're distributing, you know, you're, you're handing the ball out. But yeah, it's getting in the trenches, grabbing some rebounds, lifting everybody up. Uh, A rising tide lifts all ships, or so they say. And uh, (laughs) Coleman Hawkins proven that tonight. 217 texture, duh, Alan Griffin did wear number zero. You're right, COVID brain. Already forgot That's what right. happened. You know, that was <laughs> that was half a lifetime ago. It was two years. Zero's not uncommon. I was thinking about this double zero. You see that? Can someone wear double zero? There was somebody. Or maybe, no, I think that was growing up. Yeah, I don't so know. Kids, kids was... would get the double zero. I never... I, it looks cool, you know, kind of, but when I think of it from like a numbers standpoint, zero is nothing, right? So so I am number nothing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm number double nothing. <laughs> you, you know, zero times zero is nothing. You can't divide zero. It, it just it's nothing. So mm-hmm. but he wears it well. He's averaging 25 points in it, so I can't I can't tell him that his numbers wrong. Uh let's pick out our keys to the game, hey. Brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community. Hickory Point Bank invested and brought to you by Game Day Spirit. This is a pretty long show. We've probably covered most of them, but uh, Joey, what were your keys? My keys to the game, gosh, you put me on the spot. Um, 
my keys to the game that I am just giving now. Um, I'll, I'll go back to kind of what I heard uh, Deion Thomas saying on the pregame show. I'll kind of borrow his, his keys. And, and really the big one was uh, don't turn the ball over, right? I mean, he said <laughs> confident enough in the defense, but the offense can't cost you this game. You, you can't be loose with the ball. You know, you, you, you can't give the other team chances. And as I go back to the box score, which I just had in front of me, Illinois wound up with 21 turnovers, UCLA with 15. So they did lose the turnover battle, but Points off turnovers, pretty even. Illinois mm-hmm. scored 17 points off turnovers. UCLA, uh, just 18 points. So, you know, UCLA wins both categories. Points off turnovers by just a point. Uh, Illinois defensively kind of neutralizing some of those turnovers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be key kind of as the season goes along for for Illinois is don't make your defense work harder than it has to. And the offense played well tonight by and large. They made shots. They just got to hold on to the ball and uh, – End every possession with a shot is mm-hmm. what every coach would prefer. <laughs> yeah, and before that last minute, I think Illinois had two or three turnovers in the final minute. They only had five or six in the second half. Really, right. really did start taking care of the ball. And my my key is kind of simple. Guys hit shots tonight. I, I really don't think you, you win this game without Terrence Shannon or, or somebody else hitting threes. And... That's that's the the game of basketball now. When, when half your shots are going up from outside the arc, you've got to make them. Especially if you're you're turning over the ball at, at the clip that that Illinois is right now. And I think they'll get that cleaned up. You saw it on the early on. It it was a young team playing basketball. I'm going to take it and I'm going to try to score, and it doesn't work most of the time. You're either going to turn it over, or you're going to put up a, a bad shot. They start getting guys involved, and that would be my other key is just trusting in the process, trusting in the system. Mm-hmm. You start making shots, sharing the ball. You can set up your defense, and then boom. Yeah, the, those points off of turnovers were huge. Had this game not gone the way of the Illini, you could say that they didn't board very well on the defensive side, gave up 16 offensive rebounds. Second-chance points were really eating them up. That's what kept UCLA in it in the first half when Illinois could have ran away and hid. Um, but they settle it down. Hawkes gets his. Campbell gets his. They shut everybody else down, and Illinois gets the nine-point win over the Bruins. Over on the UCLA version of this postgame show, I'm just looking at the box score. I can't help but think they might be saying uh, a key for Sunday and something that cost them the game tonight was was free throws, just mm-hmm. 7-14 of 14 at the line for the Bruins, and it was a nine-point game. So just as I look at the box score, kind of a, a non-sequitur there, a little unrelated, but that just strikes me. 7-14, of 14, you got to do better than that if you're UCLA. Yeah, and not just that. They were in the bonus for, I think, 15 minutes combined yeah. in the first and second half, and they just couldn't get to the free-throw line, and that's a credit to Illinois' defense playing hard, forcing turnovers without fouling. I wanted to see that in the pregame, and I think we saw it. Some guys got into foul trouble, but you can't you can't stop all the fouls. That's just basketball. Nope. Those are our keys to the game. Brought to you by Game Day Spirit, the best selection of University of Illinois apparel, and brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. Somebody's staying up late with us. We're going to screen this call. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back and see what their thoughts are here on the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. Throw it to the throw it to the guys in orange, and but it was it was you know I mean we opened the game with a couple of travels and mm-hmm. you know I, I get all that these guys are young um, they're they're playing against uh, the eighth ranked team in the country um, you know and, and and we just were so sped up and, and we can't get it where we where we're slowed down I thought we finally found a few things uh, especially with Dane mm-hmm. uh, that were kind of pressure release points that we could. 
uh, at least get into offense. And then, be very honest, I mean, you know, then we just got the ball to Terrence. And, uh, you know, we created some opportunities for him in transition. We created a couple opportunities, uh, you know, where we had what we call double gaps and got him downhill. He got to the foul line. Uh, you know, and then when he gets going from three, he shows why he's one of the best players in the country. No doubt. There's head coach Brad Underwood after the game talking about working through the turnovers as the Illini do commit 21 turnovers here in this win. Kind of a trend when you play fast, you get out of control. You gotta you gotta play with pace, but under control. Fasters, etc. Post game show here, Joey and Evan hanging out with you, and it looks like Steve staying up late with us. Although it's not quite as late out in Hawaii where Steve is. Hey, Steve, what are your thoughts? I just thought when they broke away to the kind of the flashback of last year, like how dramatic the difference is between the way that team played and the makeup of that team versus who we put on the floor now. So, Sky LL. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> there, there is a, a hunger and, and a fight to this team. I, I think there's just so much unproven, right? You, you've got freshmen coming in who trying to show that, that they belong. You've got last year's freshmen who are now sophomores saying, hey, we're here too. And then you've got guys that, that have transferred in, Danger, Shannon, Meyer. They want to make their mark. So th- this team ha- has every reason to, to come out and, and have that fight. And I, I, I do think, I, I don't think that was an issue last year, but I, I think this team does have a, a different kind of edge and swagger to them. Yeah, and I mean, to me, when they threw that video up on the screen, it was as dramatic as showing last year's team versus, I don't know, 1989. (laughs) I mean, in a year, we've transformed the program. So, yeah, completely different roster. Praise Brad. Yeah, praise Brad. The the whole staff, you know, this is a remade team. This is a remade staff, and all Brad Underwood does is win. Everywhere he's been, all he does is win. So we got a good one here. Agreed. Thank you guys for what you do and making the evenings here pleasant (laughs) in our truly terrible weather. (laughs) Well, oh man, there's sarcasm there, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for staying up late with us. Oh, it's not late here. <laughs> well, it's it's late for us. No, nobody else has been calling in, so we appreciate it. everybody who did call in earlier. We we appreciate you, and we know you had to get to bed. But those who who stick around and still have some late night thoughts, we like it. Thank you, Steve. And this two one seven texter is just bringing the heat as far as number history. Victor Chukadibe. Honestly, I. 
again, I was three when he played on Illinois, so <laughs> not quite in the the forefront of my my memory bank. But um, yeah, it looks like there has been a double zero in Illinois history. How about that? And that's what I love about the post game show. Appreciate the call from Steve, and appreciate the texters out there. An offhand remark, just kind of uh, mindlessly questioning questioning at uh, twelve twenty in the morning at the time. <laughs> if there had been a double zero, one of our texters helps us out, and uh, that's a cool fact, you know. Yes. If you're listening and uh, learn a little something about Illinois history, and uh, how about that, Victor? The the pride of Springfield Lamphere, six seven forward, played from ninety six to two thousand. Yeah, I was zero to four at that time. I was negative four to zero. <laughs> For reference, I, the young we're, guns we're, on the show we're here. Not, we're not trying to, to date any of you guys. I, I, I promise that the, I, I can't even stay up this late most of the time. So appreciate anybody who is staying up late with us. Okay, last call because we got to be back here for football in the morning. So I'll, I'll get you set up for what's happening tomorrow and on Sunday, and, and we'll get our last thoughts in here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. I finally got smart and put sincere in the game. <laughs> that seemed <laughs> and, to be a hinge point. It, it was a uh, it was a, mem- a momentum swing of epic yes. proportions. Um, his his we lost our composure. We played pretty solid, other than we just handled them handing them the ball. Uh, give you silly credit, they're they're pretty good defensively. We knew that. Uh, we were really good early when we got out in transition yeah. and didn't turn it over. Then we established Dane. Um, but uh, you know, and we had a little meltdown at the end of uh, at the end of the first half. But uh, you know, I thought uh, uh, sincere literally changed the game. And uh, he's a uh, he's an energizer. We we got into our press. Uh, we couldn't get into it the first half because we turned it over and uh, uh, and or didn't score. So uh, obviously, it was uh, an important piece of the game for us. If you want to win, put Sincere Harris in, says many a texter. And even Brad Underwood tonight, as he was the fire starter in the second half, came in when Illinois was down 15, put the lock on Tiger Campbell, and Illinois wins 79-70. to That means they will play in the championship of the Continental Tire main event. And that will be at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on Sunday. Our pregame coverage will get going at 2 o'clock. Steve Kelly will be with you for that. And then Mike and I will be back with you for the postgame show. Scott will have the call. But, of course, I know y'all, you all are excited for tomorrow, maybe. Football gets going, I guess, with Pella Window Saturday Sports Talk at 8 o'clock. Pregame coverage at 9, kickoff at 11. Yep with Brian and Martin on the call. And then we'll be back. Scott and I. Scott will be out in Vegas. I will be here. See, the last time we did this, there was a a little game up in East Lansing against Michigan State. (laughs) And Illinois pulled off a a win that nobody really thought that they could. So, who knows? Maybe maybe you can strike twice. Let it fly. Something I, I, I was over uh, on the print side of our building for, for most of the Illinois game and a, a question I, I tossed out, just kind of thinking, I wonder how many, if anyone, was at the basketball game in Las Vegas tonight is going to catch a red-eye to Detroit, <laughs> take in the game in Ann Arbor tomorrow, and then fly back to Vegas for the, the Sunday game. I can think of one man 
I know Josh Whitman's going to do it. Yep, he's he's so there is one who's going to do it. I wonder if it, whatever any. donors he's got with him. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, wouldn't shock me if there were a few that that attempted to pull it off, and that's dedication. That would Absolutely. be the life. That, uh, of course, you can stay home and listen and watch uh, on mm-hmm. the comfort of your couch as well. Just the same <laughs> and uh, free uh, free sodas, beer, however you want to do it. Uh, order a pizza, but. Slightly more expensive way to do it would involve a lot of travel and, uh, I don't know, a unique life experience for sure. Be a big shock to the body going from Vegas, although I hear it's a little chillier out there right now, to Ann Arbor and then back to Vegas. Nice shock to the system. Some jet lag. Everybody's (laughs) trying to help me out with this pronunciation, and I've got three different ways to say it, but the best one, I think, is Chukwadebe. Victor Chukwadebe. See, the good news is when when some young whippersnapper comes in here in 10 years and can't pronounce Fred Nikimdi's name, I can pronounce Fred Nikimdi's name because I remember that. (laughs) But I don't remember Victor. So maybe I got it right. Maybe I didn't. Another number zero, DJ Williams, who was here for a couple of years, never really broke out. Former Simeon player, if I remember right. So there's way more zeros than I thought. Uh, as I've said, we're we're going on nine hours of radio here after a nine-hour shift, and uh, yeah, my brain's brain's a little fried. Back in at nine for the uh, the football pregame tomorrow, right? I'm ready for it. Should be fun. People asking about Chase Brown, we still don't know, as is the way with college football and really all football. If you don't have to tell, so. We'll see if Chase Brown plays, and we'll see what the Illini football team can do tomorrow, and then we'll be back for basketball, playing for a championship on Sunday. Should be a lot of fun. Um, Quick note as we sign off, uh, how about the crowd in Las Vegas tonight? Just want to harp on that. The official attendance was uh, 8,700, I think. Must have been 7,000 Illini (laughs) fans there. Was listening to Scott Beatty's call of the uh, game over on the print side of our building. He did a great job, and... I could tell the the crowd was into it because a good play-by-play guy follows the crowd. <laughs> there was a lot of energy. Uh, you could just hear the orange in Las Vegas tonight. So good win for Illinois, and let's hope for another one in, uh, what would that be, 13, 14 hours? Yeah, if that. <laughs> and uh, it's off to a great start, 2-0 for Illinois sports this weekend, volleyball and men's basketball. We'll do it again tomorrow for football, women's basketball in action as well. We've got it all on Sunday. So much going on. Hopefully you enjoyed it. We'll do it again tomorrow. Good night. The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana. Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.